Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by HighGradeHardware.com. HighGrade Hardware is embracing the healthiest way to consume cannabis, vaporizing. They carry all of the top brands of vaporizers, offer free shipping on all orders, and have excellent customer service. If you're ready to elevate your cannabis lifestyle, check out HighGradeHardware.com and experience the difference. Bye! listeners you are listening to mom and dad are stoned a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by the stoner mom.com i'm the stoner mom aka Catherine, and i'm joined by my husband david we are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of colorado in this podcast we pour a couple of drinks smoke a little weed and talk about cannabis and other shit yeah, we do. It's what? an award-winning podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the award-winning podcast, Mom and Dad are Stone. Thanks for joining us. What are some awards that we've won? Um, you know, all the standard ones. <laughs> um, the you know, podcasties. The podcasties, the listen uppies, the uh, best mm. podcast award, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, Many, 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 many. Okay. Too many to name. Definitely lifetime achievement of best podcast award. Production. Yeah. Yep. Best host. Best award. Female beautiful voice. Oh. <laughs> I, the voices. The voices. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Many. Whatever. Let's, hi. Lib- let's get into Libation Corner. Let's go to Libation Corner. I've been drinking. Yeah, you have. This is I've serious libation. Watermelon. <laughs> I get filthy when that liquor getting to me. Okay. Wait, did you say watermelon? It's Beyonce. Well, you know what? We have some watermelon juice. We do, girl. Do you think we that'd be good do. with pineapple? Probably, but I'm fine with this. Okay. Um, I've been doing shots. Okay, we're watching Atlanta. They go to a strip club, <laughs> and and I don't know why, but I was like, why don't I take shots? Yeah. That's what people do. That's right. So are they like expensive? So if you go to a no. bar. So are they like the cheap drink that you get? It's just it's a, a shot of alcohol. I mean, sometimes they're mixed. So, so how I mean, much is a shot? It depends on what you drink. But I mean, on average, they're less than a drink. So if you order a, like, are we talking about the place where you go get a drink? And it's like $2 Jack and Cokes, that kind of place. Blah. Blah, 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 blah. I just did a shot. Tell them what I've been shooting up. <laughs> okay. She's been taking the Stoli Crushed Pineapple Vodka. I like this technique of shots. Yeah, it just works. And there's quick in and out, little pain, a lot of gain. The flavor, which you don't like, is over instantly. Done. You just got that nice burning. Um, <laughs> Shit in your throat. And, you know, we've got no kids in the house. Nope. For 24 hours. Mm-hmm. We're enjoying ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're relaxing. I'm also oh, it's libation corner. So that's what I'm drinking. David, what are you drinking? Before I am drinking um smoking. Well, I am drinking bourbon and ginger beer, and I am drinking a 1792 bourbon. It's a small batch bourbon. That's what it's called. Um, every time I go to my little mom and pop liquor store, this guy always recommends bourbon when they're out of the one I want, and it's always awful. <laughs> and this one is no different. Um, no. 
sad. I'm the sorry. last one was this one called, um, <laughs> I'm sorry if whoever likes this, it's called Rock and, it, it sounds like rock and roll, but it's not, it's called, uh, Rock and blow. Rock and something. I mean, and it's um, a bourbon. It, was, it had some flavor to it, which was terrible. And then this one, 1792, I saw the word small batch on it. I'm like, well, I like small batch bourbon. This tastes like fire water. I mean, like, it's not Smooth. good at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. I mean, I can handle it, but it's just Sorry. not, it's not fun to drink. Ooh. Anyway, that's why good old, ooh, that sounds delightful. Oh, my God. Is that some rosin you're smoking? Oh, or are you smoking? Yeah. Wow. I'm doing dabs. Um, it smells so good. What are you dabbing on? Oh, Lord. This is, what do you mean, what am I dabbing on? This is my man's. Hmm. You know, I have a hookup. Is that all you have guy. left? Is that it? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's all I have left of what I've scraped off. I need to get you some more. You do. So, what are yeah. you going to do? What are you going to press? What are you going to make? Tell um, me. You tell me. You pick. We got lemon poison. We got Chewbacca. And we got super lemon haze. Any of those. You have more Chewbacca you can No, press? I don't. I want to keep my Chewbacca flower because I like it. Man, I got to get myself some more Chewbacca. Do you have any Do you have any pot down there? Yeah, tons of it. So you have lemon. Do that then. Lemon Durban? I can do a whole, I can do an ounce of lemon Durban. Dur- Dur- no, it's lemon poison. Lemon poison. Um, I have super lemon haze too. Yeah, but that's what this is. So I want something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do the lemon poison. So we can see what it looks like. And then the new harvest is coming down soon, so you'll have even different stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm dabbing. And then I also have two bongs set up and ready to go. I'm smoking um, Chewbacca. Because like I said, I like that flower. Man. Um, yeah. The Super Lemon Haze is so pretty and just really dense and then beautiful. It's light and fluffy and wonderful, but it's very saturated everywhere. Like I've been smoking it forever. Hmm. Um, I'm dabbing it right now. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I've been gravitating towards other things. Um, whatever is not super lemon haze. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, <clears throat> I really want, I'm talking to a bunch of different dispensaries now. I really wish we could get one of them to just, under like okay let's go you know and then you could like get different strains every month from a dispensary and review them i know right i think that would be uh beneficial to they would get beautiful photographs of their weed and and a, and a resource database with their name on it of their strain what are you looking for honey you want this yes thank you i'm sorry <laughs> Okay, so that's what we're smoking. That's what we're, that's so what yes, we're drinking. I have my Gandalf pipe that is amazing. I love to smoke off of. You that's love that a thing. recent rediscovery of mine. Mm. Um, and then what's in that Gandalf pipe? Oops, sorry. I don't know actually. And whatever's in this is actually probably old because it was a a, a bullet. You're handing it to me to smoke. Yeah, why don't you smoke some weed, David? So, fellas and ladies. So, ladies. Yeah. Um, David's bong arrived. Mm-hmm. It's from Smoke Cartel. Let's Thank give you, a big Cartel. old shout out to Smoke Cartel. <laughs> they are a new brand partner of ours. They've been around for a long time. They've been very kind to us over the years. They have really been very... You know what? I have china glass pieces from them. You have that propeller bong uh, thing? Oh, yes. That's my dab rig. Yeah, that thing's I cool. I all the time, but... Um, They're awesome. They and now we're, awesome. now we're friends. Max, you're not going outside. It's snowing. 
Yes, friends. Here in Colorado, it's snowing out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's a sp- pre-spring snowstorm. So anyway, is that Libation Corner? Oh, mm-hmm. so yes, we got David's bong. Mm-hmm. We will debut it. I'm going to debut it in a video. Mm-hmm. I have got to. Re- Why don't should we? Re- we got to record that soon. Let's do it tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're here on mm-hmm. Mondays. Yeah, I am. I love you. I love you too. I'm drunk. Good. Can I have another shot, please? Let's wait just 10 minutes and then you can. Don't give me the dragon lady eyes. I'll give them right back to you. Stonewall, you're right back. Stonewall Jackson. I'm not waiting 10 minutes. I want a shot. I'm the center mom. That's what I asked for. <laughs> didn't ask for a daddy. I, didn't... I asked for my fucking shot. Excuse me? <laughs> oh my God, daddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know what took over me. <laughs> Whatever. Let's just give you that shot. Thanks. God. You're... That's how it's done, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter does the same thing. Snarly. All you women do the same thing every time. And then cover it up with some sweetness. I'm sorry. I don't know why I talk to you like that, but that would be nice. But it to feels have. better that I said it. Yeah. Now it's off my chest. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyway. I love you. I'm. Sorry. I-, I love you too. And there's no need to be. You're sorry. my best friend. You're mine. I just. You know what? If when you should not be giving me a shot is much farther along than this. Okay. Good to know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big girl. Okay. And I recognize that there will be a point when you, you don't have to give me any more. Mm-hmm. But this is not that time. Listen, I'll tell you what. You can smoke all you want to, to your oblivion, but drinking is a different fucking demon. <laughs> I understand. And I'm not a huge fan of alcohol either, but I am a big fan of everybody having their own individual rights and autonomy. Fuck yes. Um, America. No matter what their kinks are. That's right. <laughs> all right. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, who gives a flying fuck? Right? I just did a shot, bitch. All right. Here's our new corner. So, uh, what's going on? Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. Okay. Here's our new corner. So, um, so, like, what's been going on with you guys? Corner. Nice. I was thinking of, you know, we got to have a time where we talk about what's been going on with oh, us. Oh, my God. Some, so and many when things. When you're talking to a, a person or acquaintance, that's usually what they say. What have, but what's been going says on with it you? It should be ketchup corner, which is faster to say. It, well, but it sounds like ketchup. Like you're putting ketchup it does on a French sound like ketchup. Hey, ketchup corner. We talk about all the different types of ketchup available. There's spicy ketchup, organic ketchup. <laughs> Heinz 57 is the only ketchup. The end. Okay, first of all, girls, let's just everybody acknowledge that when you eat ketchup, you're eating caterpillars because, like, you can look that up. That's a data point. What? Fact. Period. So my ketchup is made out. Maybe oh, this is an urban myth that somebody told me. You mean because the caterpillars never... get caught in the tomatoes? Yeah, and that you just have to like. That's okay. That's, you know that that's there's going to be insects or whatever. Protein in all of the different that's shit cool. you eat, just that's fine. based on Actually, data. That's stats. fine. Like, Let's eat on, it. It's life. It's protein. It's good for you. Cuts down on that sugar. I know. I read that as a kid, and I was like, "That's fine with me." I'll eat it. <laughs> I mean, they sell insects now. If you go to the Asian <laughs> supermarket. Like you can get a bag full of dried, dead insects. Okay, so here on what's, what's going on with you guys? On, I have uh, Sadie was attacked by a coward who ran away from David oh at the God. at the local public swimming pool. All right. Well, let's just say that I took my children swimming because they have been begging me, like "Let's go," and they go, "We really want to go to the one with all the slides, please." So there's this one <clears throat> that has two massive, cool, giant indoor slides. 
but not really a place to swim. And they have a lazy river connected to this thing. Not really a lot of swimming area, more just like playing around area. So we went, um, we went down the slide several times. I went on those double rafts with my daughter, went down with my son. And then one time, um, we went down to do a dab y'all. Yeah. You're about to do a dab. So my daughter's, you know, hanging out in the area. She's not like in front of the slide or anything. She's, she's against on the wall. She's against the wall, the far wall away from where the slide dumps you out, right? And some person <coughs> slides down and his raft like comes down out of the ejection water slide tube, floats across the pool and right into my daughter's fucking head. A grown man. A grown ass man. And then hits my six six year old daughter, who's gorgeous and beautiful. Okay, that doesn't matter. Into the side of the pool wall, smashing her beautiful face against the wall. And I look up <laughs> oh to God. see the scene of my daughter <laughs> pulled herself out, blood flying out of her nose. No, but the lifeguard right next to her didn't. She's literally sitting at the foot of the lifeguard. <laughs> He's looking at the pool, <laughs> looking straight ahead. The guy who the offender. Is standing there looking at her, and I run over there through the water. Is and she I'm, crying? Yes! She's like crying her ass off, and like blood's flying out of her nose. So I immediately push the dude out of the way, and I'm like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> and then like Sadie's like, hey, 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 and I saw it, I'm like, so I grabbed her, and I looked at the guy, and I go, stay right here. I said, stay right here. And then like I went into the bathroom, and I immediately started like trying to calm down and taking cold water, and like, it's okay. She's fine. I'm washing her face off. She's okay. You're okay. And then uh, uh, the on-site people who are super great came over. They had like a nurse who came over and he was like, it's cool. Let me check out that nose. All right. You're, yep. Your nose is fine. Let me look under your lip. Blah, blah, blah. Everything's cool. He gave her a cold pack, wrapped her up, checked on her like four times. Great person. This person's awesome. So I go, he goes, what happened? And I told the guy and I, I go, let's go find this guy. So we go start looking around the pool. (laughs) I set my daughter down. I go, I said to my son, I was like, we watch her just really quick. Just stay right here. And we started looking. This guy fucking took off. He left the premises after that happened. Cause I, he was probably afraid that he was going to get sued or something. Anyway, he was gone, but I had not felt anger like that in a long time. Like, I mean, like, Imagine looking when you see a grown adult, yeah, has fucked up your child, your yeah. daughter. What the f- your child, mm-hmm. <sighs> and then they just skedaddly do. Imagine your two daughters are sitting like right over there, <coughs> and you look away for like five seconds and you look back and they have blood coming out of their faces. And there's a man in front of them, like, going, Are you okay? Oh I mean, my god, the, what are you gonna do? First of all, I would make a sound that dogs can only hear. <laughs> 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 like right. full on alarms. Okay, we're calling the dinosaurs and the prehistoric. Animals yeah, going back shit. in time. Those... But no, my whole thing is like, look, grown ass adults. Um, when you hurt a random kid, you stick around. It's okay. It's okay to stick around, and then also just to be like, hey, is she okay afterwards? And be like, I'm so sorry. The end. Especially if you have kids. 
That's yeah. a great thing to model is just, you know, interest and concern in the in the little kids that your big ass grown body fucked up. Oh, my God. I would tr- like I would treat that child like it was my own for a few minutes. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like for a few minutes. Are you oh OK? Let's make sure you're OK. Where's your mom? Where's your dad? How do we get in touch with them? Are you OK? Does this hurt? Blah, blah, blah. I just I, yeah. I would never I run a away kid like that in a pool. Oh, I just I can't imagine. I wouldn't even be able to. Like, abandoning the situation. Yeah. I mean, like, I. So anyway, I it's okay. Say. And if you, uh, you know, show a little empathy and concern and just normal human compassion. Sure, certainly don't awkward flee the scary, scene. Yeah. That's fine. And that's all the parent needs to see. That's it. Nobody's going to do anything. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what. When I came back, if he was still there waiting, like I commanded him to do, my I would have instantly been like, Okay. She's fine. She's fine. Because you're, a, I you're imagining really... that the adult is freaking out yeah. inside and feeling horrible. Yeah. And then your duty with as a person with good manners, yeah. now that you've seen that it's your like, child okay. is fine, is to go out and make sure that this person is fine. And yeah. be like, okay. Everything's cool. That's no one's how, you. No one's getting sued. This is how polite people interact in society. But you don't run away. You don't run the fuck away. <laughs> Where you have to get a person who works there to help you find the person. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Okay. Anyway, what's the second thing you want to talk about? On. What's going on with you guys? Um, listen. <laughs> so, like, what's going on with you guys? So, for my birthday, I bought myself two sweatshirt, two merch products from my favorite podcast, which is the Read, uh, the Read, and um. Yeah, so uh, I'm drunk and stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. So you did order. No, I want more. I want more. Okay, okay, okay. You ordered, then you better. Okay, so I ordered for my birthday those two. They're super cute. I got my, finally got my second one. So, okay, here's what happened. I ordered it, went through. Almost immediately I got an email that said, look, your break up with him sweatshirt is not going to come. It's going to be like at least a week late and we're sorry. And I think they even gave me like a coupon for my next purchase or whatever. But so I knew heads up. Okay. My order is going to be fucked up when it comes. It's just going to be one thing. And so then my order came and it was my lovely, perfect pink words, mean things sweatshirt. Yep. And I was happy. It's on my Instagram. Da da da. Um, then this week, my delayed sweatshirt arrived, which is super cute. And I love it. Um, but yeah, yeah. with it was also another, a second pink words mean things sweatshirt from the read. So I have two of these sweatshirts. Yeah, they're size do. small. I will say that the, 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 they're size small. And I will say that this is a big size small. It runs on the larger size. Like a woman's medium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel not a men's like, medium. I honestly a ordered medium. a small and I ordered a medium, and mm-hmm. I, I'm glad I have both because the small turned out to be a little bit bigger um, than I expected. So I like that sizing; yeah. it seems more realistic. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I decided, what am I going to do with this? I, I don't need two bright or I don't need two pale pink sweat sweatshirts since I actually already own <laughs> another sweatshirt that is pink. Yeah. Um. I think first of all, I want to say. I, th- I commend you that you are like, I don't need to. So I would be like, I want two of the identical thing. 
But you're like, no, let's get rid of one. I get that. But let's just throw it out there. You know what I mean? If nobody responds and nobody wants it, that's fine. But if you love the read and you love Crystal and you often find yourself saying fucking words mean things, dude, when you're fucking talking to people, then maybe you want my sweatshirt. That is an extra. I didn't put it on. It's never been worn. It's in my gross closet. That's nasty. It's not nasty. <laughs> so, to get it, this is my my informal The Read giveaway. <laughs> Email stoned at gmail.com. Tell me anything that you love The Read and you love Crystal. Or but say the right thing or you won't get the shirt, right? Don't say the, whatever. Say whatever you want to say. And I will give it to whoever I pick. I only got one. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. All right. We'll see what happens. We'll be taking no cash donations. No. Okay. No bribes. Try. All right. All right. That's... Well, it's pink and it's a small, but like I said, it's kind of big for a small. Yeah. Look on your Instagram page and you can see it. All right. Shout out corner. Shout out. Shout it out. Shout it out. Take this shot. Okay. Take a shot and then smoke some more weed. I can't read any of this, so you got to do all the reading. We have a reading. new iTunes review. Love my stoner parents. Oh, my God. I didn't know we had a new review. Yeah, honey, I'm telling What's you. What's going on, people? <laughs> it's so nice. Um, okay, let's hear it. Okay. This is from Blair. I always make it a point to listen to Catherine and David when a new episode comes out because I know it'll be amazing. I love this podcast because it's informative, funny, real, honest, and refreshing. Heart emojis. Keep Keeping it real and speaking the truth. Thank you so much, Blair. That means so much to us. So much. Thank Love you that so review. much. You guys, if you could leave us a review. Um, someone recently, Janelle recently asked me if. What? Can you leave reviews in Google Play? I don't know nothing. Oh. I don't know anything about where we're getting. Shit, I guess I got to go look on Google Play. I only look on iTunes only. Do we. Um, there's Stitcher and there's Google Play. Are and we there's on iTunes. Stitcher? Oh yeah, I actually downloaded the Stitcher app the other day because there's a Wolverine podcast like thing, mm-hmm. um, and it, which it wasn't live yet. I found out, but um, I looked it up and I was like, "Is Mom and Dad Stone on here?" Fuck yeah, it is. Current so it just episode auto does that. Yeah, because I, I guess like years ago when I set this shit up, I had the wherewithal to make like to do some research and make sure it works right. But right now, which is shocking to me now as an old man. But anyway, um, it works. So, yeah, it's everywhere. <clears throat> oh, that's awesome. Um, So, yeah, we don't know. And I didn't respond. I'll check that out. You know what I mean? Like, we definitely need to check that shit out. I know. We need to get on our game. Auto what? <laughs> on our game. We've yeah. been a little... We're just trying to survive, you guys. Let's get on our game. I know. We're trying to. But I'm just saying. It's like... We do have kids, and I know, but I mean, like, David may- works outside of the home. Well, I, week and- I have to. It's gonna <sighs> and, be great. And I'm, I have mental problems. Okay. <laughs> we all have mental problems. Give me that fucking shot glass right now. All right. So, um, what right. else you got for shout out? All right. So let's quickly shout out to the Slayers who are still giving us coins on Patreon you know for what? no reason other than shout out. Shout out to the Slayers sounds like it should be some kind of like heavy metal song like you know like shout out to the slayers i don't know like dio or somebody should sing that shit i don't know who dio is oh ronnie james dio i don't know who the fuck that is all right here you go drink that that? it's some 80s guy 
All right, whatever. Chad and Terry, love you. Janelle, you're our homegirl. Texas Mama Meg, what's up? You'll be sitting here eating quesadillas with us in a week. No. Or something. Something delicious. Texas Mama Meg. No, bet. Be... Oh, shit. Sorry, you're not. I thought you said okay, somebody else. Okay, we'll start else. over. Shout out to the Slayers giving us coins on Patreon. Chad and Terry, Janelle, Texas Mama Meg, Amy, Bethann, and Jody, the Alpha Slayer. Alpha Slayer. Um, and then our shout out to the members at House Van Eaton. We've been getting a bunch of new members yeah. over there. House Van Eaton is our membership site. Whatever. Anyway, we have a pretty close-knit uh, community of grown-up responsible stoners who support the show, support our business, support cannabis and ending the stigma. And they are just in general awesome. And I want to occasionally shout out a couple of our members. So today, let's say what's up to Devery. What's up, girl? What's up, girl? We love you. Yes. Um, nice hair. Nice everything, okay? Nice house, nice kids, nice husband, nice dog, nice face and hair and makeup. And a big shout out to Lauren, aka Lady Lauren Lavender116 on YouTube. I love you guys. Thanks for the support. We love our members. And an extra thank you and hello and greetings and salutations to our newest members over there and i don't have a list of names or anything but yeah i don't know why we've been getting an influx of memberships we love it but thank you we don't know why it's amazing i like it when my my phone goes and that usually means we just got a new member i'm just yeah i love it so anyway members have access to exclusive sesh videos and vlogs and monthly live sessions with me and blavid learn more at the stonermom.com Click on the membership. Welcome to the Terra Dome. What's up? That was a, a public enemy song. It's media time. Media time. Okay, let's go. All right. All right, let's talk media time. We have some stuff to talk about. Would you like to start with Alien or Atlanta? Let's talk about Atlanta because then that'll... Alien... All right, we love Atlanta. It's awesome. Are Uh, we going to continue to watch it? Yes! Okay, good. The last episode was was fucking so hilarious and on point... The whole entire time, and then in the last literal like five minutes, not even three minutes, they fucked up and had a cameo of Michael Vick. I didn't know that was really Michael Vick, but I mean, it we was. It up and it's just so like, why, why? Can we just like, you know what? How about like people that fuck with children or animals, though, or how about people with special needs or the elderly? Yeah. Okay. Anybody oh, that's our that president. Fucks with those people, <laughs> all of them. Fuck you forever. You know, I wish you no ill will, but just don't be on my favorite fucking show, okay? Yeah. Don't fuck with little animals. You know that are don't torture animals. Don't torture them and fucking you know end up on my favorite program. Right. So fuck Atlanta. I mean, I was like so like that's. That's the worst ending of any television show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. 
Literally, and I, and I thought I about like, it. You know wow. what? Wow. I, I went from like so happy yeah. and enjoying my evening with my husband yeah. in bed and like laughing my ass off on this fucking show that was so on point talking about fucking racism and like everyday establishments and trying to do anything with a hundred dollar bill as a black person. And then all of a sudden, Michael Vick. What the fuck? I was trying to understand. I was really thinking about it. And I was like, well, is, are they really? Maybe they're just super hardcore making fun of him. I thought that too. And then but like, it wasn't done in a way that no. was obvious enough you know to dumbass me. So therefore you failed. You know what? You know what? You got to like aim for the lowest common denominator yeah. and help to elevate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, they got a good, huge backlash for that too. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I mean, literally, have you, did you see like just immediate, like 180 degree mood shift into just like, what the fuck? Are they giving him money? At the very like, least, Earn should have beat him in the, in the race. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like that was a bummer because I mean, like, you're right. It's like, oh, you're giving this guy notoriety. I mean, like this guy was like fading from existence and then you had to go and do this. And even though you might be making fun of him, you're still promoting him. Also, people are allowed to fuck up and people are allowed to change and people are allowed to move on from their mistakes and to prosper in some way. That's everybody's right. And that's what we should be hoping for, for people. Right. Right. But to put somebody who, you know, mistreats the most vulnerable in a public capacity for like shits and giggles for no reason. Like the guy is literally he didn't need money. He's racing in a parking lot for money. Like mm-hmm. that's the gag, I guess. Like and that's foot not racing, funny. Like I don't want to participate in that. No. I'm not here to like that's gross. Yeah. So disappointing. So fuck Atlanta this week. <laughs> Even though the fuck first. Donald Glover this it, week. But it was very funny. Fuck that. <laughs> like the whole episode. I was dying. I was like so. I lost it when they entered the strip club and they had Vanessa, like the only lady on the show. <laughs> and she's wearing like some old school, early nineties ass blazer and the DJ. And there's like, bah, 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 what's up to paper boy. He's up in here and he's got a white lady on his arm. <laughs> Which he does. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking to you, Annie Hall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's like, what is he talking about me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> And then what else did Vanessa do that was awesome? Oh, she also <laughs> drank a little too much and was like, oh, my God, I want to go get, give me some money. I need to go give it to that girl over there, that stripper over there. <laughs> and Donald Glover is like, why? Isn't she kind of skinny? Yeah. <laughs> but Vance like, I'm not, she just seems like she's new. She's like the new girl. And all the other girls are like. You know, not nice to her and stuff. I just want to give her some money because, like, you know, they, come on. she doesn't need them to be like, come on. And then he gives her money, and then later, Paperboy is like, man, she's been in here for like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, is there, <laughs> Ern's just trying to go to the movie theater mm-hmm. and drink alcohol, mm. a hundred dollar bill, and he can't get in. They couldn't even go to see a movie. <laughs> it was. Oh. It was rough. <laughs> it was rough. It was a rough one, but it was good. But it was great. It was so good until the very end. So, so if I want to rewatch it, I got to rewatch it by myself, right? If you rewatch it, you have to stop at the end. Of yeah, the I can part. do that. We watch that with me, but we'll just pretend like the end didn't happen. I mean, just wow. Way to go for having I, an episode. Take you as a viewer from 
so high and happy to uh, wow. Disgusted. <laughs> okay, well then how Gross. about we watch the second one again? Because that one was so good. That one was good too. Anyway. God, Let's talk about Alien. All right. Okay, now we're going to talk about the real thing. So my wife has discovered Alien, the franchise Alien, but not like, you know, it's a very fucked up franchise. It's like four movies. I understand it's not a, it's, this isn't Mozart we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Four but movies it, came out like 20 years ago. And then it has met, a huge impact. Yeah. Culturally, socially. Well, in a way like Star Wars, because the people right. who saw Alien as children saw Star Wars as children, but this was like a horror movie in space. It was like I the love f- it. first one, sort of. I'm so into it. Yeah, but I'm now they've like for it. Yeah, and it's cool. I mean, like you know, there's you got to think about it. I've right? just been so obsessed with like mainstream Wait, sci-fi. So can I tell you something? What? One thing I forgot to mention to you. You know, there are offshoots of the Alien franchise, like Alien versus Predator and shit Honey, like that. Do you think I have not been reading about the entire? <laughs> you know, an Alien versus Predator predator the alien sculpture on the wall is in alien versus predator on the alien planet because they fight and they have the alien they show that same alien do you mean in the predators like area where he has all his trophies and there's an alien skull like no 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 no. there's like the does the yes but the hieroglyphics or whatever we're going to call them in Alien versus Predator is the same one that's in fucking Prometheus, like with the alien on top of the fucking food chain killing everything. Really? Yeah. So anyway. Well, I'm not gonna. Who do you think would win between Alien versus Predator? Well, I don't give two flying fucks about Predator. <laughs> he can eat my ass. Mm-hmm. So there. Yeah, he's a biped. I'm not. Look, I got it one a toe at a time. So mm-hmm. I'm. Sticking my toes in. I'm kind of obsessed with xenomorphs. I think I love the whole idea of, you know, these fucked up species yeah. being the next, uh, the perfect thing, the next perfect thing, yeah, the next whatever. But so, when you start thinking about it, it's like, I just, oh, okay. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. The older I get, the more super in- accepting and into sci-fi I am. The more I'm less like, I love it. I fucking love That's it. It's dumb. <laughs> it's not dumb. You're into it. You're hooked, man. It's not dumb. It's like, damn. Like, that's the future, bitch. Wait, why are you or, closing that? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, um, we watched fucking Alien Covenant because so, you started talking about it and reading about it. So, as a married couple, he's obviously seen, like, whatever, all of them in your years. Because it's I've a thing when alien movies come out, you see them. Yeah, even Alien 4, which was the worst alien movie. Is that, like, Resurrection or something? <laughs> Resurrection. Is that when it's a clone? A Ripley yeah, clone? Yeah, it's bad. Ripley? Ripley. Okay, yeah. I'm Sigourney sorry. Weaver. I, I'm sorry. I get Ridley and Ripley mixed up <laughs> so much. I'm like, I don't know well, who's who. And it's maybe up. Ridley Scott thinks him thinks he is <laughs> I know, Ripley. It's too much. But. You know what? But the funny thing about Ridley Scott is Ridley Scott also did Thelma and Louise, which I told you the other night, and you're like, what? But in Blade Runner, so any science fiction movie he does right now, people automatically think, well, he did Blade Runner, and Blade Runner's fucking cool. So. I guess Blade Runner is a movie that was not super popular in its time, and then no. it's just completely lasted and mm-hmm. held its own. It's the only Philip K. Dick novel it's movie. Those, it's one That's of those good. movies that I've fallen asleep. Yeah, I mean, Watching, it gets slow, but it's cool. I have a hard cool. time with these 70s movies or 80s movies or whatever no, the hell. I don't know. 90s movies. Blade Runner is a 90s movie? Well, late I'm, 80s, I guess. I'm sorry. 
It's okay. It's a good I movie. I was probably ten. I was no. It was. You're right. It wasn't. So the I was 10 It was Denny's, which is even more of like, <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Okay, so anyway, back to Alien Covenant. So okay, you were so, like, let's watch it. So yeah, we did. I did try to watch an Alien, the first Alien, and, and you fucking spell the fuck asleep. I, I had no interest in it, and so I'm definitely into watching it again. And they're all on HBO. I looked it up, except, except for, Prometheus, for Prometheus, which I absolutely want to see next. Um, because the, the sequel is kind of the whole sequel series is really more what I'm into because it's it's the more like philosophical yeah um aspect. I had high hopes for Prometheus yeah people just <laughs> what I've never never seen it I need to see it I when saw it right he, before when May. David and I first were meeting <laughs> getting into each other yeah. and stuff. That's when Prometheus came out. Yeah, right? we t- I talked about that. Hey, I saw Prometheus. And it was you- after that. Um. Anyway, we watched this movie, and which made me so happy because I never would have watched. I didn't even know it had already come out. I thought it was still being filmed or some shit. And then um, we watched it the other night on HBO, and um, it was interesting. And you had already like known everything about it from your like uh, internet escapades. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, I have a habit of um, reading plots and synopsis and film analysis of films that I won't actually watch myself, either because I just, I don't watch a lot of movies or, like, pay for them or have to go, like, seek them out or whatever, and also because... Sometimes they're too scary, and I don't want to watch anything that's going to You don't want to watch some scary out. bullshit. So, but I love, like, I can read the most fucked up shit. I can read about, like, oh my god, let's not even talk about child that. Let's stay on track exploitation with exploitation. <laughs> let's not talk about know that. All about it and shit. But, but so, yeah. okay, so but, like, anyway, you had already known the, the whole plot. Thing. So anyway, I already knew the whole plot. I'm sorry. I'm just bro. trying to keep you on track, and then um. <laughs> Because you had a lot of shots. And anyway, um, we wa- so we ended up watching this movie, and it was really good. So I... I thought yeah. it was good. Did you like it? You know, I liked it. And I had read, def- mostly on Reddit, so now I've joined the the main alien subreddit, which is like LV something something. Anyway, whatever planet. I don't fucking know. Boom. Oh my god, it's some... But whatever. That's, whatever. The, that's like the alien one, which is a great one. And so I've been reading about people's opinions on the movie and like, I guess it just as a terrible reputation was like definitely on Reddit. I don't know if like lifelong alien enthusiasts have just hated alien covenant or what, but based on what I read on Reddit and I will go through for like and read everything and just very well thought out, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, you you actually, like, I was interested. hate it. I was so interested. I expected it to be that I would hate it. But you liked it. I thought it was fine. <laughs> well, I know, but the fact that you were into it made me into it. So I was like, oh, this is cool. This is and my I'm opportunity to see the to sequel. See Prometheus. I cannot wait. But oh David has God. to go get it with his illegal means or however. There's no illegal. Okay, anything. whatever. However he does that. Or if we end up buying it on iTunes. We're not, we might do that. Anyway, um, so <laughs> anyway, we watched it and it was good. What a great movie Prometheus was. And um, I don't know what else to say about it. We're into it. Stay tuned. Ca- you know, we now that we know that HBO has every alien movie except for the one we really want to watch, I might make you watch the original Alien. I just like reading all about like. And it's a good premise. Idea. Yeah, different ideas of like, you know. The future. the future. Yeah. That's really what I love. Well, but there's a lot of plot holes. Because that's a okay. Lot. I just, you know, I just like 
And it's okay. I mean, like, I've never been a plot hole guy until this. I've never really actually thought of it because, okay, to me, all these alien movies, like this Expanse movie show that we watched that we love the fuck out of. Coming out on April 11th. It's very much based in, like, science fact and not fiction. That's called hard sci-fi. Okay. That's a, the technical term, especially in go. literature. So if you're looking for different books to read and you want. but And it just means that they're trying to make the science part of the plot um, re- believable, like, real, like like, like the first on, Spider-Man based movie on that the came actual out. Research that we have now, based right. on our known whatever knowledge. So that because of that, um, that movie is really good, and that was the first movie that I've ever seen in my life where it's like, this is how it would actually be. There's these limitations, like we fire show yeah no the first aliens movie is oh. very much like that sort of i mean I with the, for me that was like apollo 13 you know what i, I mean? could exactly it's yeah. the same and shit. like reading late at night about like the challenger and shit like god yes or whatever the first one was was that the challenger columbia was the next one columbia okay Willie Nelson wrote a theme song for the Columbia. A theme song? Yeah, yes, a it's Columbia. Yeah, something like that. that I remember watching on TV. Incredible remember how they took that shit into space on a plane? Remember how it was mounted on top of a plane? What? Did you know that? What? The first test flight of the Columbia, test they took a Boeing 747 jet. Okay. They put a space shuttle on top <laughs> of the jet. You don't know this, do you? No. And they this fucking the flew shuttle. that shit into, up into the ionosphere or some shit. And then the fucking space shuttle went into space and went Thank around. Thank you, Dada. Did you know that? No. Is the space shuttle, like, does it dwarf the 747 It's or it? wider and shorter. Wow. It was amazing. But they, ma- I remember strange. watching it. And then I went to NASA. I went to Houston. The Is that the John F. Kennedy? Is that the one? In Houston? And when the I was NASA a, places, yeah, in, there's two NASA's. NASA's. There's Houston. two of them. There's Florida and Houston. Whatever, Houston is what we know because Houston, yes. we fucking have a motherfucking bitch ass problem. <laughs> That's okay. right. That's what they say. <laughs> um, so um, anyway, I went there as a kid and I got a little that little airplane and NASA thing. Okay, you enough. That has nothing to do with Alien Covenant. <laughs> uh, and then the aliens appeared on the spatial and killed the whole crew. Okay, so let's talk about the next thing, the wild, wild something. Oh, wait. Are we done with Covenant? We love We're Alien. done it. We're, we're going to watch We're going to update all. you. We're going to update you. We're going to... Oh, we're going to okay. obsess about them. <laughs> um, And David did not make the fucking xenomorphs. He fucking rediscovered them and is like trying to recreate them when you say that 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 fills all the plot holes okay okay so next wild 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 something i don't know what the fuck it's called but there is a new docuseries on netflix that just came out and i i guess have all the episodes have come out right i guess i can't wait to watch this we didn't look at all of them we just watched the first one but it's about the fucking rajneesh no what's what's his first name Bogwog, Bogwan, Rajneesh, also Bitch. AKA Sojo or something. Uguay. <laughs> no, Uguay is the turtle in Kung Fu Panda, <laughs> but it's the same idea. So Uguay. No, it's Sojo or something. Anyway, he's a fucking seventy. Whatever. This is a cult. Swami. Okay, and this. Blah. And there's a new docu series. Go check it out. We watched the first one and we liked it. But okay. We did get a little disgusted by um. all of these grown ass people acting like fools. For no reason, whatever. Yeah, we're, we're checking out. Atheists. I mean, like I, I, mean, ke- I get the whole 
spirituality we get it thing i totally get that and i can absolutely be swayed i will never be swayed as far as like an actual deity i'm sorry there ain't 12 there ain't one there ain't three there's something though out there but there can absolutely be something i believe that and if it's just like our connectivity of our species and like our entire like global consciousness that we've had for however long we've been a species that's enough for me but there's not one motherfucker who can walk into a room next thing is just the power of the mind and just consciousness and like what is a living thing and what is like real like existence in a world where we can create so much, yeah. you know what I mean? All of that, I'm totally into or whatever. But so when it I'm starts becoming like... It's just like organized religion that just fucks me up and pisses me off yeah. so much because it seems to be always ended up to be, let's just target it against whoever is the lowest common denominator, the lowest person on our like cultural caste system you know, mm-hmm. and just fuck with them, which is never, ever the answer. It's always to lift the lowest of us up. Anyway, what? Smoke weed, David says. Um, yeah, exactly. So, but that's every day. So, the bog one. But the problem. So, anyway, it's just another cult that has, you know, roots in religion, but really it's just one man who wants everybody to suck his fucking dick and give him Rolls Royce. Hey, look. So, first of all, it's okay that we all, you all fuck in front of me. Okay. Go check, <laughs> go check it out. All right. Next. Beyonce and JC, I, in my last Coffee Talk episode on YouTube, go check it out if you've never watched me on YouTube. Go. <laughs> Look now. I do have a YouTube channel. Yeah. And I have videos and I have a whole series called the, called Coffee Talk where I just talk about like pop culture and different shit that interests me. So the books I'm reading or whatever Beyonce news happens to Anything. be floating about. So yeah. in the last Coffee Talk, I was like, Beyonce and Jay-Z are probably going to go on tour soon and they're going to announce it. And then the next fucking week they announced it. And I had read, no, I heard on the read that there was like cultural, cultural, contractual obligations where you couldn't like um, announce your tour before Coachella. Um, And Beyonce is obviously going to be at Coachella this year because last year she was going to be, but she couldn't because she, as the earth goddess that she is, she was giving birth to some twins. Yeah. So she was like, no, I'm not doing that. So she's here this year. Anyway, there's just been like a whole like, are they going to go on tour? Are they not going to go on tour? And then there was this whole snafu on um, the internet where they accidentally, like in the iTunes store and then on Tidal, uh, um, revealed the on the, to- on the Run 2 tour, whatever. But then it immediately disappeared. So everybody thought it was a mistake or whatever. Crystal from the read is like, no, Beyonce does that so all you ignorant bitches can check your bank accounts and start figuring out what to do so that you can afford tickets to go see Beyonce. Like that's her fucking warning. Like look girls, get it in a row, figure it out. Start asking around, like figure it out. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like how long before it goes on sale? Does she do that? It was literally like a week. It was like a week, 10 days that they had that like, and it was just for a second, but because it's Beyonce and Jay-Z, everybody saw it and screen capped it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? 
this. And then people are like, excuse me, this is the actual label. And no, it, it uh, was an accident. Excuse us. Take it's notes. Nothing. Take notes. Beyonce is our she's a genius you guys she's the one you don't understand why doesn't she have a podcaster some shit that tells us how to do this stuff five thousand times above having a podcast i know but can't she tell directly communicating with you bitches you need to figure it out on your own you need to get on a higher level just watch my (laughs) shit happen and do what i do so anyway i'm clearly a member of the bay hive over here damn I didn't. That whole heads up thing is brilliant. Anyway, right? Is it brilliant? Yes. Yeah, so David and I've been. Ta- I've been telling David since last year. Look, this is what we're I've been fully prepared. Like, okay, we're gonna have to spend six hundred dollars or more <laughs> to go see this bitch at the Pepsi. I Center. thought it was a thousand. And it's okay I've always been thinking that. Jay Z is there. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, uh. She finally announces it. Nothing. No Denver. No, I'm not flying to California. But you know what? I looked it up because I I didn't want you to think it was malicious or anything. And it's all based on like it costs a lot of money to drive here in their truck. This is my husband. He saw that the tickets had gone on sale. He was like, "Oh my god, my wife's gonna be like, yeah." Freaking out. She's going to lose her shit. So then he read it. He's like, oh my God, they're not in Colorado at all or anywhere close by. And then he does the research to figure out why. So that when I finally say through gritted teeth, yes, they're going on tour. No, they're not coming anywhere near us. He can give me some intelligent counsel on why so I don't have to feel personally affronted. It has nothing to do with anything. They looked at it last (laughs) time they came here. They didn't sell out our big venue. Because they just, for whatever reason, it's not her fault. And then also the trucking, it's the trucking. Like to truck all the equipment here is like you know what? Bill- millions I'm of dollars. I'm sorry, but that is a mom of three. That's a yeah. family unit. Yeah. I mean, Can I would give assume a Can we give him a break? if it was me and you going on tour that our kids were going on tour with us. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like. I absolutely am fine with that, and like I'm not butt hurt or whatever. The other thing is like I don't really want to fucking see Jay Z, so that's no, fine it's too. okay. You know, there's still the 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 idea the that they're actually gonna drop new music, yes, and that they might do it before the tour. And I think the last time that she did that with Lemonade, she like had her tour, and then she, like she did her European leg of it, yeah, and then she dropped Lemonade. And then she did the next, like... There you go. Do you get it? So, yeah, like... do you see? It could be... Who knows? Yeah. There might be new music. It might be Jay-Z and Beyonce music together. Well, that's okay. Why I'm not? I'm that it's, like... Here's what I think. I think... She's with that... She's singing songs with that Sheehan dude. Why not Jay-Z? You know what? Never mind. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I was. But I... <sighs> Does that upset you? That guy pisses me. So let's not talk about it. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> there you go. So that's our uh, introduction to Beyonce and Jay Z. Oh, like they did make it to Denver, see- and no. it's okay. That's fine. it's okay. We still love Beyonce. Beyonce is she? I mean, she's gonna be doing shit. We love to her. her fucking seventies. We so love her. I have many opportunities. I'm absolutely positive. Yeah, we might get to meet her to one see day. This Who knows? Flawless goddess. She's amazing. Fucking stomp her way in front of me. So amazing. And I'm. I'm. It'll be like my Radiohead experience I when like, I was when I turned thirty. You know what I think? And it was just like, oh my god, I'm finally in the same room as these like gods that I've. I you think know what she, I mean. I think she could take the rock. I think she could take him down. I think she could take 
She's strong, man. Well, I think she could first physically of all, the destroy. The rock would never lay hand, raise a finger to Beyonce. <laughs> it's Are true. You kidding me? It's. Do you know what I saw today on YouTube the or not YouTube, but on Instagram? Gentleman. On on the Rock's Instagram feed, he posted. I guess because you know he like is awesome in every way. He fucking called out. This was today was some anniversary of Hulk Hogan, and, and when he was a wrestler, he was like. This is the day that Hulk Hogan and I battled in the fucking WWE ring. And he, like, gave the quotation marks, like, battled, you know, like, ice wrestling. And he goes, this was the way that it was supposed to go was, like, he was going to hand a torch to me at that time. And The Rock was fighting Hulk Hogan in the ring, and they showed him, and he had hair. And he was not super ripped. And he didn't have that. He's kind of chubby. He wasn't chubby. He was a big dude, but he just wasn't defined like he is now. His arms were, like, at least. I know. And he has a fucking fucked up bowl cut with some mini bangs going on. And he doesn't have, like, his giant chest tattoo. And, but he's he, not the sexy ass motherfucker. That but he is. Now. But he is as tall as Hulk Hogan, if not taller. And he hunches over the whole time, like in an attack pose, because he's trying to look the same height as Hulk Hogan. But he's really, <gasps> he's trying to like disguise it all. And he's not defined like he's now. But anyway, I think that guy's awesome because he we was love the Rock. Oh my, he Did was you just want to say that he wasn't always defined. Is that what? No, you but he is just like such a gentleman because like he's even acknowledging when he was a re- dude. Don't all forget, I was a wrestler. Okay. Oh, for sure. That's why we love the Rock because he really. He's very to, humble. He's very humble and tries to. He's be a real, good guy. Real as possible. I want to say. Okay. Um, I just now remember this. This is not on our our outline of what we're going to talk about. That's okay. I just found Listen to me, how, wife. Wife. Okay, da- yes. I want this to be. I'm aiming for a two hour podcast this time. Okay, well, believe it. Yes. How tall do you think Mark Zuckerberg is? Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO, creator, Lord of God Facebook? of our country, since he yeah. helped to manipulate our election. Um. Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook. How tall do you think he is? Think in your mind of all the pictures you've seen of him. With his Korean wife. No. Well, okay, that helps, but Korean wives are typically pretty fucking short. Right? So that's what I'm thinking. That's, that's why I brought that up. And I fuck up your Here perception. You okay. But maybe she's a freakishly tall Korean lady. How tall do you think he is? Six three. Okay, David has gone out and said that Mark Zuckerberg is taller than him. Yeah, I'm gonna at say six three. I'm gonna say he's taller than me. Mark Zuckerberg is fucking five seven. Really? Yes, and he. Has well, that's what I thought originally, but I mean, like the fact that he even brought him up. of making sure that he's in the forefront of every picture, so that he's the tallest person, and he like purposefully has manipulated how he is photographed. I didn't so know that. that he looks taller. I gotta tell you, I gotta be honest. Before you asked me that question, that I thought I that like, it was wow. a trick. And the guy was like, the the writer of the article then like went on because the writer of the article was five six, Damn. and he was like, so we're gonna use Mark Zuckerberg's techniques. And he went out in like New York or some big ass city. Like he's in the forefront of and hardcore. He, yeah, so he like found tall ass people, and then like so the technique that Mark Zuckerberg has is. If it's like a group of people, he has everybody super casual and leaning on each other. You know what I mean? Like the form of. And Mark is the only one that has perfect posture and it makes him taller. And then when he's like one on one with somebody who's significantly taller than him or just taller than him in general, he has his like just always look at their feet and see the plane, the field. 
And then they back, on. they like steps forward. And, and Mark is always significantly closer to the camera, to the lens. Stand right and there, like, tall man. Fucking fascinating. I too have always assumed that Mark Zuckerberg was a tall ass, nerdy ass motherfucker. It turns out he's a short ass, nerdy ass motherfucker. Well, I got to be honest with you, baby. I thought he was tall until I saw that he married that lady. And I thought. Maybe oh, he's not. Maybe he's not so but tall. But you're tall and you married me. Yeah. And I'm taller than you. But he, in his photographs of his wife, he doesn't look taller than He her. doesn't look super He taller. looks like average. I come to David's like chest. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why that fucker <laughs> ran at the uh, pool. Uh, he was uh, like, uh, 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 <laughs> uh <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs> I don't need to get fucking beat the fuck up today. <laughs> I tell you what, honey, it awakened something in me that has been dormant for a very long time. And I was just like, also, David, okay, whatever. David is very even more angry. frightening in a pool setting. Cause I'm not, just I'm from, almost naked. Well, his whole, his whole thing is that he has a huge chest. He's very barrel chested, just like my beautiful dog, Max. Look at that guy. Like a St. Bernard. And so, Yes. Man, at the dog park today, when Max was stepping up and pushing Max disappointed those, us today. Well, guys. he did, but he also impressed me that he could, he would get on his hind legs and push dogs away, like and knock them back significantly. So, my daughter and I took our crazy dog to the dog park today because we wanted to see how you would interact with other dogs and in a he, gross and disgusting and misogynist and, way. Well, he did. He battled a couple dogs in a nice way, and then he proceeded to rape a dog. <laughs> Wait, but he just humped it. Why did they hump? There's no friction at all. There's hardly ever contact. There's no contact. What is the purpose? It's like they must get some sort of like something like I'm in a, their brain with the whole yeah. like action of humping. But I think it's like I'm looking. I'm dominating you. I'm in charge of you. I'm, I'm, you guys look dumb. Don't do that. You guys, and then, Come yeah. on. All right. Let's not. Talk, oh my god. Let's somehow make the leap to listener letters from that last comment. Okay. Now there's awesome music. Do do do. Hey guys, it's listener letters time. If you want to send, <sighs> send us your listener letters at mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. That's mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. Uh, there you go. Today, here's one. Hey y'all. So I'll probably seem a little bit crazy, a little crazy because I also left you a five star review on iTunes Ooh. this week. So that was that person earlier today. That I read. <sighs> I'm drunk and stone. It's anyway. okay. Keep going, baby. You can do it. <laughs> but I was listening to the most recent podcast, and you specifically asked about comments about David's voice. I did? Damn. What did I say? I don't know. I don't remember at all. I don't even know. I don't listen because it gives me hives. <laughs> I felt the need to share because I thought this the first time I listened to y'all. I think he sounds so similar to Josh from Stuff you should know. Stuff you should know. Anyway, just wanted to write quick and share. Thanks for being awesome. Okay, I love Stuff You Should Know. I actually, it's one of my tried and trues because they don't curse. And so it's something I can listen to usually, even if it's about the the science of the anus, the evolution of the anus. <laughs> Wait, maybe that was the other. No, I think that's the one. Maybe it wasn't. Anyway, stuff you should know is just like it, it, it's the umbrella of a whole host of podcasts that are awesome, including yeah. stuff your mom never told you, stuff to blow, stuff your to blow your mind, which is my second favorite. I mean, sometimes I like it more than stuff you should know because they talk about 
They talk about Dune. They talk about the Expanse. They, like, they do. All our favorite shit. Yeah. But I love that them. guy but anyway, talks a lot like so this. That cracked me up because I do love that show and I haven't listened to it in a while because I haven't been like feeling the latest episodes. But one of the most recent ones I think is Trickle Down Economics. So that might be a really good one to listen to casually around my children. And that is always my technique for like... <laughs> Uh, in a non-abrasive or like crazy, like <sighs> I'm your like super political mom way of like introducing them to like no stuff like that, like modern uh, day age news, right. of course, news of course, and stuff. So listening to um their whole thing about trickle down. But do you think my voice sounds like that guy's? I'm sorry. So then I pulled it up and I was like, no, we both listen to it. (laughs) No, here's the deal. I'm his wife. I clearly know. I mean, I get it. That voice is in my brain in a way that it's not in your brain, in anybody else's brain. But I think I have a higher voice. I, I think you have a higher voice too. And your voice is faster. You sound like a young you sound younger wow. than you are. Okay. Well, it's the higher voice because <laughs> people with old age, like they slow Josh is down. slower. It's just okay, the air going up. Well, what is it you want me to say, Catherine? <laughs> you don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> fucking fuck. I can't fucking. Anyway, thank you for your He kind of sounds like this a little bit, I think. <laughs> Didn't he sound kind of damn? David had a spot on Josh and I can't do it now because I'd have to hear it. Because but... I went on YouTube and played it for David. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for your email. I love you so much. Thank you so much. And I'm so happy you guys are emailing Man, us. Man, yeah. It's just making my do day. it more because i literally don't check until the please, day that we decide please. to reward okay our next listener letter comes from Catherine. hi david and Catherine. i love your show thanks for thanks both for what you do now to my question i'm 25 and i'm just starting to let go of old friends who for whatever reason just don't fit in with my values anymore however i'm finding cutting out people really difficult because when they reach out, I feel so guilty that I end up meeting up with them anyway out of obligation, which does not feel right at all, but I don't know how else to handle it. So have either of you dealt with something similar? And if so, what was your experience like? Did you go through a friend purge in your mid twenties? Hmm. How did you do it? Is this a healthy thing to do or should I be trying to stay connected with those from my past. Thanks. Sending my best wishes all the way from Brighton, England. Fuck yeah. First of all. Catherine you, with a traditional spelling. Nice. What's up, girl? First of all, you don't really have any meaningful relationships in your 20s. Okay. And, well, hold on. <laughs> First of all, that's not true. You can have lifelong friends and you can absolutely have fam- family members. Oh. And I am 1,000% in the camp of try to keep everything legit and happy and cordial um for as long as you can you know what i mean like no matter what the value system is like as long as we're not talking about like a best friend or somebody who's like completely in your business all the time however you live your life or whatever it's fine because with our acquaintances and our relatives, you know what I mean? Let's just not judge. Let's just try to be distant. I'm just talking about the people that aren't like hardcore close to us and and that we open our our 
our deepest selves too. Right. Do you know what I mean? Um, as far as family and just general acquaintances, just, you know, everybody changes and has phases and we all know that like, and you can spend a decade in your twenties being a complete piece of shit and oh my God, start yes. to change things in your thirties and who knows. And that's fine. The biggest issue is just for me is um, understanding the level of toxicity that you and negativity that you allow other people of any capacity, be it relative, friend, or acquaintance, to bring into your personal psyche, um, your brain space, and what keeps you going and keeps you happy and level. Um, and and then obviously there is how these people might impact your family and your loved ones. So true toxicity is, you know it, okay? It's obvious to everybody around you <laughs> um, and may not be obvious to you because you're, you're there and you're a person of love and acceptance. But true toxicity affects your family it affects people farther than you and it affects how you feel on a day-to-day basis. And if you spend time with a person and it's just never ever positive, and in fact it has a negative um, impact on your life or family or relationships or whatever, that's a huge sign that that's somebody that you have permission to let go of. I tell her I talk in. That's right. <laughs> man i can't believe he was outside that long look at him he looks like he just he looks like he just came in from the arctic he's got snow on his fucking back where's he going all right can i keep going yep so like in your 20s no i absolutely didn't have a purge of friends in my 20s did you even though i got married and so like my whole like young life i was like a complete like alternative girl or you know just on my own (laughs) path (laughs) separate from others okay and maybe a a dirtier troubled path anyway um i don't even remember my 20s so then in my 20s very early in my 20s i got married to a super stellar scientist that had a lot going on i became a mother really young in my 20s um and i had been raised as a christian as a christian so i was very like okay this is the time when i will become like the perfect person and in that time i still didn't like purge people out or whatever because i just generally feel like you know we're all entitled to do whatever the fuck we want to do and as long as you keep it to yourself and you're not like pushing it, your lifestyle or your problems or your fuck ups um, onto other people, I'm fine with that. Like, and I'll listen to your stories or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? But when it gets to a point where somebody's um, characteristics or values like actually permeate into your life and into your family structure um, and I guess if you're, and I guess if you're in your twenties, maybe you, you're not like married yet. Maybe you're not married or like have kids or whatever. Um, but if they're just like really affecting your life in a, in a negative way, that's absolutely time to consider 
letting this person go. And letting somebody go doesn't have to be some sort of like confrontational, horrible um, experience. It's your right and it's everybody's right to walk away. I mean, it just is. You know yes. what I mean? You know what? And so I understand the guilt and it might last a long time. And all that means is that you're a good person and that walking away does hurt you. But you have to look at the bigger picture because that's what a, being an adult is. Yeah. It's the ability to start focusing on long term security and happiness versus short-term comfort. And in the short term, it's easy to like let go an evening or an afternoon and go hang out with somebody that brings you down, makes you feel like shit and brings you to a lower plane where you can't succeed or like, you know, accomplish things or whatever, because you're like maybe affected by whatever they happen to be going through or whatever. So anyway, I was just going to say, I think that like your 20s or your time, I well, I was thinking back when you were saying those things, when I was 20, I I was like carefree and like yeah. I did whatever I wanted and I was trying to learn shit and I didn't have any meaningful yeah. relationships so at your, all. In your 20s, like completely don't even like can you don't have to you're like unless you're shit. in some sort of abusive relationship yes. with a relative or a partner you don't need to forgive anybody or let go no. of anybody or anything That's because you truly do not nobody knows who they are yet you're still just getting on it's literally like the very beginning of adulthood i swear to god and then you like hit your 30s and it's all of a sudden like it's like adolescence again like you're Hmm. Now, right? all of a sudden rediscovering my autonomy in the world and maybe I'm not obligated to whatever ties yeah. I had made before. So, You're fine. So don't make any huge decisions. Just be open and happy, but don't let people negatively impact your life. That's no. it. You have to have boundaries and you have to set them up. And the way, the best way you can teach another person to respect boundaries <laughs> is to actually adhere to them when you set them. Fuck yeah. So when people cross them, especially time and time again, you are doing them a disservice to like let that continue. You're doing a disservice to yourself primarily, but absolutely to them because they need to learn. They have to grow up and figure out that they can't, you know, impact other people in this way all the time. The world doesn't revolve around them and their problems or whatever the fuck. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So best of luck to you um, making those decisions and stuff. And if you do happen to have relationships with like um, maybe like parental figures that are you're seeing extremely narcissistic, I definitely recommend looking it up and doing some research about like narcissistic families and stuff like that. Um, but in your twenties, as far as just general acquaintances and friends, just keep it chill. Just be chill and smoke weed. And just whatever. Let everybody do what they want to do, and don't let other people's behaviors and actions affect you too much. You know what I mean? Because yes. you're all just like learning and growing and figuring out what it's like to be an actual adult in the world. But you got it. You're you're gonna figure it out. Bye. All right, that's it. <laughs>
Cannabis Corner. What's going on? What are you looking at? Oh, don't look at it. I was going to say we were over two hours and we're very close. We're very close. We're supposed to talk about CBD this week. Let's talk about it then. I want to know about your experience. Well, maybe we should mm. explain really quick. Okay. We CBD. love CBD in our house. CBD is a, it's a cannabinoid, you guys. A cannabinoid is just a chemical compound um, from cannabis. And so far in 2018, scientists have isolated and identified over a hundred different cannabinoids. And we're still learning how these different individual cannabinoids affect the human body. And obviously that differs from body to body. Anyway, the most commonly known cannabinoid is THC. That's the one that gets you high. That's why we smoke weed to feel the way we feel. Yep. Um, Let's smoke that and, weed right now. And that's the weed that, you know, people test for with drug tests and stuff like that because that's the psychoactive part. That's what makes us, you know, slightly unable to drive. Um, <laughs> right? Just slightly. Just a little bit. Um, probably the second most popular cannabinoid is CBD. And that's what we're talking about today. And CBD is so popular because it's like the main building block of like all of the different health benefits we've been seeing with cannabis use. Yep. So like for a long time, right, we've known that cannabis use has been connected to different forms of like healing or like higher plane living or whatever the fuck, but there hasn't really been a why. And there still isn't a why. Obviously, THC and having those like psychoactive properties are one of them. But CBD, which is no, which is called what? Cannabidoil? Yeah. Cannabidoil. But we call it CBD because that sounds less dumb. Um, it's amazing. That's the one that like stops seizures. That's the one. It's completely non-psychoactive, right? Yeah. So you can use it on animals. Like sometimes we'll give it to Max or dog and put it, put it in his water. I put it it's, in his food every it's day. It's excellent for so many things. So it's completely non-psychoactive. It does not get you high. It's not addictive. It has a very minimal side effects. It can be used safely with by children and adults and animals and it treats so many things i mean uh like post-traumatic stress i use it for depression and anxiety it has been renowned for treating different epileptic disorders especially in children who don't respond to any other sort of medication um it's amazing. Neurodegenerative diseases, psychosis, osteoporosis, nausea, lupus, OCD, Parkinson's disease, chronic pain, diabetes, Alzheimer's, so many other things. If you've never, ever done any research on CBD, just pop it into Google and so many fun, easily digestible things will pop up. So check that out. I mean, it's literally used every day by parents on their children who've had like major epileptic disorders for their entire lives um, so that their children can live a, a full and rich life where they're not having seizures constantly. It works. So it's a real thing. It's not bullshit. It's not it's snake not oil. And it's just something that's been so limited as far as clinical research. But when you actually look at it now, it's like there's more and more information out there. There are more and more actual real studies that you can read. Like I was gobsmacked the last time I looked it up because and the last time I probably probably looked it up before this year 
was just last year. You know what I mean? And there's just already been such a huge difference. So CBD is great. I've used it to completely get off of Zoloft and Wellbutrin. I use it solely for um, my lifelong, well, in my adulthood, I guess, um, diagnosis of um, a major depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder. And this is something that I know a lot of people listening um, have also been diagnosed with. It's a pretty common diagnosis. It's just it's just depression and anxiety. Um, and yeah, I've been on medication like Zoloft and Wellbutrin for those disorders um, since I was 24. I'm 35 now. And it's just this year that I've fully 100% gone completely off of those pills. So I was on them for a decade. And like... It's been great. And and I attribute it completely to being on CBD and having access to CBD, which is something that just 10 years ago, I, you know, really struggling with like major postpartum depression that I did not have access to because it just nothing was legalized at that point. So that's what CBD is. Um, and that's how I have used CBD in my personal life. So next we're going to talk about David. <laughs> I tried. I talked for a long time. It's okay. I kind of figured. So I've talked about how I use CBD. I've talked about what it is. So I was going to ask you. So, so I have talked a lot on like the stonermom.com about how I've used CBD to kick Zoloft and Wellbutrin. Two medicines, by the way, that have significantly helped me. Um, throughout my twenties and stuff, and especially through postpartum and all of that, but just over time, it's just been like, maybe I don't need to be on these, especially if I feel, if I'm getting the same relief from cannabis. Um, so that was the whole point of going off of those drugs is because I, I'm the stoner mom and I use cannabis and I think that's going to be enough. But during that time, I also started using CBD and now I'm seeing that I actually don't even need the cannabis so much to treat my mental disorders because the CBD alone is doing it on its own. It works. And so I'm now at this point where I can start using cannabis at like the way I used it in the very beginning, recreationally and like for some uh, added creativity during isn't it amazing? Hours. Isn't it's it amazing? Amazing! It's CBD has changed my life. Um, I've been watching it happen to you, and I've been encouraging it. And I, I mean, like, I am blown away by how it's just completely replaced those drugs you were on. I just so like the drugs have always been great and worked well, and that's why I don't want to like talk complete shit about. No, them, no, no, they're though, not bad. They're even not... though withdrawing from them was. <laughs> The nightmare, but like everybody needs access to whatever drugs work for them. You know what I mean? So I'm never going to be like Zoloft is shit and don't go on it. And unless there's like real evidence that it doesn't help people. But as far as I know, it, at some point in my life, it truly did. Well, for sure. So, but then there, but, the th- but you get yeah. to a point where you're like, well, if I need cannabis on top of Zoloft and Wellbutrin, 
maybe I don't actually need this Zoloft and Wellbutrin. Right. So I did consult a doctor. We we went off of these pills. It took about a no. It took about a year. Yeah, you're right. It took. We started lowering my dose in early 2017. I didn't go completely off of Zoloft until November 2017. I didn't stop Wellbutrin until January this year. Which is a fluke. So, Which was a complete fluke, but it was like we had completely been like uh, raising my CBD levels in my body. You know what I mean? We have an endocannabinoid system. <laughs> like look it up. Like just Google it. We have it in our bodies. Your brain's like, set we up. We are for ready for CBD. We're ready for the medicine that cannabis has. So um, during my whole like withdrawals of my pills, um, we were I was you know, increasing that CBD level and using that for withdrawals. It wasn't a hundred percent withdrawals suck from these pills. I'm yeah. not kidding. They're very, it's not easy. And that's why you really, really need to go to a doctor and let other people know that you're going off of them um, and that you need to take it really slow. And like I'm saying, it took about a year yeah, to completely quit them and that's how it should be that's how you need to do it like responsibly especially if you have little ones counting on you and stuff you have to take it as slow as possible because this shit fucks you up yeah it does (laughs) um so i'm fortunate that i have a schedule in my life where i'm not on mom duty so much on on the weekends or at all and you know when i was married to my the bio dad of my kids and stuff like i still had that weekend of freedom sort of mentality where this is mom's time to rest and recuperate. And this is dad's time to connect with the kids because he's working all week. You know what I mean? So, um, for whatever reason, when I was going through like these horrible withdrawals, because like my anxiety attacks reoccurred, I haven't had anxiety attacks in fucking years. Okay. And then depressive episodes reoccurred. Another thing that I haven't dealt with in fucking years. Um, And for whatever reason, like, my brain was able to, like, completely compartmentalize them and save them into the weekend when I knew it was safe for me to feel that way and that my kids wouldn't be impacted and David's kids were being cared for. You know what I mean? By him. So isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean, I was like that when I was at the depths of my, like, depression in my last marriage when I had like postpartum and all sorts of craziness going on, you know what I mean? Like I was still able to like do that where like you can be in complete robot mode and take care of your kids. And then the second person number two comes in to to take care of them, I would just completely let go into my psychosis yeah um you gotta do it when you have time i swear to god that's like mom instincts that's like parenting like like i know i'm unwell and i'm gonna fucking be a statue with these kids until i can be unwell in privacy that's how you do it it's rough man it's hard as hell rough so i wanted to know how you use cbd because you've been taking cbd every day for fucking months i hate it when i forget i mean you didn't have depression or anxiety you're just a normal guy with normal depression and anxiety which is everybody's allowed to feel depressed and anxiety about like your life especially if it's like fucked up or in shambles or there's different things going on that are giving you 
all sorts of stress. That's completely normal. But like clinical depression and anxiety is different and it's unhealthy. Like it like mega impacts you and it's like it presents itself in um, inappropriate times, you know, when it's really not appropriate to be losing it with anxiety and stuff as an adult you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so you're just a regular guy with regular anxiety and depression just like everybody experiences in a normal life and you use cbd yeah it's great tell me why you use it every day i use it because i have had anxiety the past year and like more than normal, like I've always, like you said earlier, been able to exist without anything and just be like, whatever. Because I mean, anxiety can be situational. Oh yeah, it can be like chronic. I mean, you can have it like can... life events happen that ha- we're trigger all anxiety. entitled to anxiety, and we all have life <laughs> events. Every one of us will yes. have a life event, at least one. And a life event can trigger us so much I mean, that we anything. end up with some sort of like chronic of anxiety disorder afterwards. Yeah. So anyway, especially if you don't treat it, if you don't. treat it, Yeah. So when you have high stress or high anxiety or maybe you're experiencing some life changes, I've learned to deal with life changes. We all have like life changes. But um, I decided when all the CBD was around in our lives, I've always taken an interest in CBD because I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so gross hemp now. Yeah. And oh, my God, I'm very. We'll talk about that in a minute. But. I, um, to me, THC has always been hit or miss. Um, (laughs) things have to be exactly right for me to be able to smoke weed and feel okay and get the benefits. I'm very sensitive to even ibuprofen and aspirin and shit like that. Like for whatever reason, like anything you ingest or a chemical that you introduce into my ecosystem, it, it really fucks me up. So anyway, I'm very sensitive to it. So the whole CBD thing has been interesting to me because i remember first of all just trying it but also like all the ways you can consume it like there's places out there that make slabs of wax of cbd like just like you're doing fat dabs and yeah. getting fucked up on youtube all just like CBD. that except all you're doing is dabbing cbd and so you're actually not getting fucked up at all no but like, you're feeling technically something. if you you could be 11 years old yeah like i'm not kidding <laughs> like, it's, it's weird. true <laughs> only like you're getting the benefits like <laughs> like if you have some kind of problem it's gonna overwhelm and destroy whatever that problem is but yes, there's all sorts it's of different amazing. vehicles and modes now. So wait, can I ask you a question? CBD. So those videos you used to see of like the people with hardcore epilepsy or uh, muscular, yes. no, um, cerebral palsy. Yes. And they're shaking and their muscles are spasming and they smoke weed and then they're like calm and you're like blown away. That's the CBD. Like if they took CBD, if they, yes. that would like so instantly like, make it okay. A lot of people have heard Charlotte's Web. And that is a particular strain of cannabis that's very, very high in CBD that was bred for in the name of a particular kid named Charlotte who had, I don't know what the salt, what the syndrome is called. It's like Bell's something. Maybe, I don't know. But it's, um, it's an epileptic disorder that's, that is in children. Oh man, that's terrible. And, and Charlotte's web was bred for her. Right. Yeah. And, 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 um, 
So what that means is there's this very high CBD strain, and then you can take that strain and isolate that CBD from it so that there's zero THC at all. So then you give the child this um, CBD only, right? Or like very, very minimal amounts of THC that don't present themselves in any sort of way other than two, because it has been- Absolutely proven that THC helps to enhance and works better with CBD and CBD works better when it does have CBD or THC with it. Anyway, um, blah, blah, blah. That's how this has been kind of developed as far as like our national, national like psyche, as far as how CBD can help how it works. everybody, yeah. including kids and, and dogs. And it's so different from THC. And it's completely different and then it needs to be hundred percent legal and that we need to have full and ready access to it because it can a thousand percent save lives. It does work. I mean, just save them completely, especially if you look at it from like a depression level and stuff like just countless lives. So, but, but yes, all those things. And I, I mean, oh my God, I'm a huge advocate for this stuff. So the best part about CBD is you do have access to it very readily online. So if you just like look it up buy CBD, you can find all sorts of different tinctures and it's a, it's the type of thing. It's non-addictive. There's no withdrawals. You don't, um, you don't feel anything. Um, do you know what I mean when yeah. you take it? So anyway, it's something that you can very easily kind of experiment with and add it to your routine. And then if you decide it's not doing shit, just don't take it or whatever. Yeah, it's not like it's going to It's very have safe lingering to effect. try. So guys, as far as accessing um, CBD, just Google it. It's easy to buy. Oh my um, God, yes. We have, there are so many reputable, reputable brands and companies out there now. Um, we recommend, I personally use Medterra. And I think that's medterracbd.com. David uses Endoka, E-N-D-O-C-A. A CB Distillery is another great brand. And that one is really a great set of Colorado. And they have a huge selection. So you, those are the people that have slabs of CBD isolate that you can buy legally and then dab with a dab ring. Yeah, which we've done. Like you're getting stoned or whatever, yeah. but it's CBD, so you're not. And it's great. No, you're fighting off diseases in your body. <laughs> so anyway, you have lots of options out there. And it's really something that you should just kind of buy online right now. Um, so yeah, good luck Check to you. CBD's changed my life. Oh, one other thing. What? The things to look for when you're buying CBD online are... Oh, third-party testing, 1,000%. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're wanting to know the origin of your hemp. CBD is legal because it's made from industrial hemp, which is a legal substance in most places, including the UK and the States. Um and there's even allowed to be like 0.03% of THC in most CBD products. And that's a, an amount that is small enough that it won't be psychoactive in anybody. Um, what did you ask me? That was it. I mean, like what to look for third-party testing oh, and so, batch testing. So any like great um, CBD company will have a place on their website where they show you their batch tested results. Um as far as like what is in their product. So your CBD levels, and a lot of times it needs to say your THC levels, especially if you're in some sort of profession where you cannot 
absolutely have THC in your system. You absolutely want to be looking for CBD companies that are showing their THC levels in their product for the exact batch that you're buying. And plenty of companies are perfectly comfortable um, disclosing that information. So reward them by choosing those companies. Amen. What's going on in Days Grow? Hi, Day. Hi, honey. How you doing? I love you. I love you too. Um, How you feeling? I feel great. Are you? Jo- you know what? I know. Give me that oh shot God, glass. You, no, you give me one and I didn't no. drink it. I'm going to drink it right now. Naughty. Tell me about what the <coughs> fuck is going on. All right. Crow. Well, let me tell you, I had an emergency situation today. Zipper emergency. My fucking zip. Wardrobe malfunction. Oh, my God. Totally. So I have a tent. Like, my bigger tent had a zipper, like, derailment issue where, like, it was like one side wasn't zipping. And I was like, Fuck. So I unzipped it all the way to the bottom. It just came right off the track because the side that came undone was not the side with the little stop thing on it. So I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I can't have a gaping hole in my like nine plant tent. Jesus, they all look so beautiful too. So anyway, I just ended up fix. I fixed it. I fucking cut the bottom off and fucking sink the, aye, I, aye, aye. the bottom of the, like, you know, like on a zipper, there'll be two metal, there'll be a solid metal bar on the bottom that it stops. Well, I just cut that off and I like rethreaded the zipper and I was able to zip it back together. But the problem is, is like, I can never zip it all the way down anymore. So that sucks. That's just the peril of buying a tent. This is my first gross tent I ever bought. It's a four and a half by four and a half tent. Oh, so we've had that one for a while. We've had it for a long time. It's definitely served its purpose. Oh my gosh. If you were to. It's had is a a zipper malfunction. So let's not hate on it. I don't hate on it. I love that tent. I remember putting it together pristine and clean and like sitting in it and being like, oh. (laughs) I mean, like, I think that tent's awesome. So anyway, but I'm going to have to like get it. That's why our plants were impregnated this year, that year. Yep. That's why. My psyche. Anyway, my, yeah. Okay. So what is going on? Let's talk about that. So in the flourishing fucking bloom tent, Uh um, everything (laughs) is looking so good. Like my purple um, indica plant is turning fucking purple, nurple, bitch. So um, it's turning purple. I'm growing purple weed, purple weed, purple weed. I mean, the fucking sexy. Stop touching my boobs. (laughs) That's going to stay in there. Um, (laughs) Anyway, they're turning purple. And then like behind them are two majestic blue dream plants that are like, oh, like growing fat nuggets on them. And then the little Gorilla Glue, who we all determined the place that I got the plant from, that we are retiring that strain, that clone because it's just, it's not a big yielder. I'm sorry. I mean, it's done the best it can, and I'm sorry. I don't gorilla care. Gorilla glue is not a big yielder. For the us. one, the one that we have, like the the mother plant that we have, a gorilla glue. We, it's the genetic is. It's she's done. She's like reached her genetic. There you go. <laughs> done. We're retiring her, and then in the bigger one, the flower tent, we got. Oh my god, all my hemp clones are looking magnificent. I've got five, and then I've got one seedling that named Cutie which is a strain of hemp that's blowing up looking beautiful in there. Her leaves are dark green. Like they look 
good. So I think that's going to be a very potent CBD plant, a group of plants. And then I've got a few uh, weed plants in there too. I've got a Hong Kong diesel and um, critical hog and another blue dream plant. So I've got them all. My experiment in this tent was to get them all monocropped. So they're all the same size. Like they're all like um, the same height. Um, and I'm working on that. So that's what's going on. I've got a mother hemp plant that's looking beautiful. And I've got two experimental blue dream clones in my greenhouse that are still kicking it and living hardcore. I don't even, what's wrong? I don't even have to, um, we'll feed them because it's so humid out there. And that's what's going on in Dave's Grow. Woo! That's what's going on in Dave's Grow. All right, baby. Well, it's been a long... This is our... I'm happy to report this is our longest, most long podcast ever. Yeah, why don't you just, like, put this on and then, like, do some housework. Do some housework. Whatever tedious as a bullshit you have to get done, this is the episode for that. This is going on in your brain. You don't have to think about it. We'll do all the thinking for you. you can listen in and be like, oh, ha, 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 or whatever. Whatever. That didn't make any sense. But, you know, that's what podcasts (laughs) are about. That's why I listen to podcasts. That's why you listen to podcasts. They uplift my life. Oh. I listen to the dollop when I'm at Target buying my... I can't do another shot, believe it. How many shots have I done? Let's do that shot. Tell me how many I've done. I don't know. If I did three during the pre-roll show, how many have I done during the dot? Uh, at least eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in total, not... I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? I do another. All right, well, don't do that one then. If you're feeling a little apprehensive, don't do it. That's the... Here, I'll do it. Give it to me right now. Giving it to David. Daddy will do it. That's right, Daddy. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I made the Why do you have to say things like that? Put it in your mouth. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Anyway, drunk, believe it. Are you drunk at all? No. Well, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little drunk and feeling not great. Anyway. Oh, great. Well, I'm going to make us some life food to try to, like, uh, feed your system. Okay, so life food for us is pesto pasta. With? Pest- pasto. Pasta. <laughs> pasta. Pesto pasta with pest. Wait. Penne pasta. That's what we we're both trying to say. What the hell was that? All right, guys. Look, I love you. That's it for this episode. I'm a little drunk. David's going to go make us some pesto pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Mom and Dad are stoned is made by us. David and Catherine, learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Check out our membership site at housevaneaton.com. Check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash thestonermom. Follow David on Instagram at Colorado, oh, at CO Weed Grower. That's Colorado Weed Grower. And follow Catherine everywhere at The Stoner Mom. Support the show by leaving us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And please don't forget to subscribe to Mom and Dad are Stoned so you never miss an episode. We'll be back next week with another episode where I probably won't be this drunk. Um, <laughs> until then, be safe and responsible with your cannabis use, bitches. Always be kind. 
Let's smoke weed as often as you like. Some might say every day. Bye. Bye.